the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is episode number 121 and part of our multifamily brief series. Today, I'm going to talk about limiting beliefs. Now, we all have them. Just what are our limiting beliefs? And I think it's helpful for us to recognize, first of all, that we have these limiting beliefs. So I'll go back several years. You know, first of all, I'll go back many years, actually. First of all, my my dad was a post office worker. He delivered mail. That was his job. And he was one of the hardest working men I've ever known. I have a handicapped brother, and when financial, when medical bills would come, and when we had financial issues, my, my dad's answer was to work more. And there, there were some times where he would work six days a week for ten to twelve hours a day, just to make sure that you know we had enough food to eat, we had clothes on our backs, and and the bills were all paid. But he never talked about investing. He never talked about anything besides his pension and his pension multiplier as far as finances. And so when I went out into the real world, I didn't know about a lot of things. You know, I didn't know about a lot of this. And I heard about this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And this was about, you know, 2000, 2003 timeframe. I actually remember exactly where I was, but I could pinpoint the date. But this was, this was late 2003. And there was a big buzz about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And so I bought the book on barnesandnoble.com. I refuse to use Amazon because I like Barnes and Noble better. Yeah, great pick. Um, but uh, I bought the book and I read it and it opened some, opened my mind to a lot more things, you know, and I realized that, you know, the answer wasn't just, you know, work really hard to get yourself a pension. And incidentally, I'm about 105 days away from a pension. So you see what path I took. When I read this book, I realized that I needed to do something else besides work towards the pension. And I decided that answer would be real estate. Now, if you ever read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he talks a lot about commercial real estate. He doesn't talk a lot about single family homes. He talks a lot about commercial real estate. And I remember reading that and thinking, man, that sounds complicated. I don't know if I can do that, but I can do single family homes. You know, I didn't realize it at the time, but that was a huge limiting belief that I had. I read what he said about investing in commercial real estate and the 1031 exchanges and you know passive income and cash flow and and all the great things about real estate and I had this limiting belief in my head that I could not do it. Fortunately, I was able to settle down on single family and say, yeah, that's something that I can do. And so I started investing in a couple of, you know, honestly, I only had two single family rentals, you know, and plus the the home that I live in right now that will hopefully sell soon for, for a profit. But that limiting belief held me back. Um, later along the line, you ended up selling one of those houses for a large, um, large profit. And unfortunately, that, that house had never cash flowed. So it was, it was more of a burden to us than it was a boon. Um, but when we sold it, I realized that we were able to actually start investing into other real estate projects. You know, so I started diving a lot into education and I stumbled across a book that, you know, once again opened my mind to the possibilities. And it made it sound like real estate, like commercial real estate was actually accessible. You know, it was a book by Brandon Turner from Bigger Pockets about buying a 24 unit apartment. And after reading that book, you know, it it 
helped me get through one of those limiting beliefs, but I still had a glass ceiling. You know, I realized, okay, you know, so commercial real estate is anything five units and above. And I looked at what we had in the bank. I looked at what we had in equity in one of our, in the other rental house that we had. And I figured if I sell that house, I can probably afford to buy a six or a seven or an eight unit property. Now, all this time I'd been listening to podcasts about syndication, you know, from you know Michael Blanc and Joe Fairless and a lot of the big podcasters, but I still had this limiting belief that I could not do it. You know, I could not go out and raise, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. And so I started looking at six plexes and eight plexes and you know the like, not really thinking that I could do anything bigger. And then I heard about a big real estate conference that was in our neighborhood. And actually, not quite in my neighborhood, but um, you know, fast forward a little bit of time, and you know, I was living just outside of DC, and there was a big conference in DC, real estate conference, and it was all centered around multifamily. I thought, you know what, I'm going to go to that. And this was another very pivotal moment for me where I crushed through some limiting beliefs. You know, I got to that conference, and I remember talking to somebody, and his story really resonated with me. I'd actually heard him on a podcast a couple of weeks before that podcast, that conference. And so when I saw him, I sought him out and he was a retired air force officer. He had finished his last tour in the military at the Pentagon. So there's a lot of things about his story that was similar to my story. And, you know, I thought it was really cool that he started building his business while working at the Pentagon. So I started talking to him. And he asked me what my plan was. And I thought I thought I had a brilliant plan. I'm like, I'm going to buy a sixplex, you know, maybe an eightplex, you know, and I'm going to work on that for a couple of years, you know, maybe do a little bit of value add and, you know, see where it takes me, you know, and then if, if that works well, maybe, maybe I'll try my hand at the syndication thing and then go for a 20plex or I don't know, I might 1031 it. And he looked at me and he's just like, why? He put his hands on my shoulder and he, he pointed to everybody else in the conference room. And there, there were a couple hundred people. And he's like, a lot of these guys out there are buying hundred unit complexes. They're syndicating, they're raising money, they're doing it. And none of them are any smarter or any more talented than you are. And that was another breakthrough for me. Over the next two days at all the networking events, I went out and I made it my mission to start talking to people and seeing who was doing what. And it turned out he was right. A lot of people in that conference room were buying 100-unit apartments, and they weren't any better or any worse than I was. They're just regular people who had put their mind to it and done it. And that's when I decided that I'm not going to go for the sixplex anymore. I'm going to go for something larger. But I still had a limiting belief. And the next limiting belief that I had to get through was that I didn't have to do it alone. You know, I, I was still worried about what I had to offer other people. I didn't think that I would be a good partner. And so I tried to do it by myself. I tried to push through and I tried to get things done by myself. And I was underwriting properties and, and trying to talk to people about you know capital and, and investing in real estate. Um, and then one, a couple, you know, fast forward a couple months later, um, I find out that you know, me and a guy named Eric Shirley are competing on properties. You know, we, we had randomly started talking about something and started talking about, you know, the brokers we were talking about. We started talking about the properties that we had both analyzed and where would we put where we had put in offers. And we had put in offers on a couple of the same properties. And we were talking with the same brokers and we were analyzing the exact same property. And he made a comment to me at the very end. He's like, instead of competing, why don't we collaborate? You know, and 
that also, you know, in, in my mind, it was, it was the nail on a chalkboard sound because I didn't think I had anything worth adding value. And I didn't know if it was going to work, but I realized really quickly that, you know, collaboration is better. And I took a leap of faith and that ended up turning into the partnership that is Four Oaks Capital right now. But uh, right now, I think, you know, I, I still have limiting beliefs, but what I've realized over the last, you know, 15, 20 years is when to recognize my limiting beliefs. And when I say things that are limiting in nature, to actually recognize them and try to push through them. You know, so my next limiting belief, you know, I'm, I'm trying to produce an educational program. We're trying to produce a multifamily community for people to come together to learn how to do what we've done. You know, we've closed on 500 apartment units in the last two years, and I want to be able to help other people do the same thing. And the limiting belief I'm trying to crush through right now is that I can actually do that, that I can help other people to close on their first deal or their second deal, that I can help other people learn about the business. And that's what I'm working towards right now. But uh, starting starting July, we're going to launch this thing called a Tribe of Titans. And it's going to be a community of people coming together to be able to learn how to take down their first deal. And it's going to be awesome. And I have to crush through a limiting belief to get there, but we're going to do it. Anyway, that's it for today's episode. What would I... Yeah, maybe that's not it for this today's episode. One more thing I'll say. What are your limiting beliefs? What are the things that are stopping you from the next rung in the ladder of success? You know, sit down and think about it. And once you realize that you have these limiting beliefs, you can attack them square on and you can figure out a way over them, around them, or through them and figure out how to conquer your limiting beliefs and make it to the next level. That's it for today's episode. For real this time, I'm Brian Briscoe with Four Oaks Capital, and have a nice day. Oh, and stay tuned because Friday we have another first deal episode with my friends Sterling Chapman and Andrew Bruff. Now that's it. All right, see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week.